0: Are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt
1: Williamson and Ryan McDowell.
0: Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move around the league. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. I'm your host Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMc23. Joining me as always is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how are you? I'm really good. Fun show yesterday. Decided to dig right back in. Yeah, we are uh, kind of sticking with that same thing. We're theme. We're talking. NFL Draft veteran winners. These are players whose team did not replace them in the NFL Draft. So uh, we found that most of those players yesterday, we talked quarterbacks and running backs, were still a little uncertain, a little uneasy about most of those players. But we did find a couple of uh, maybe buy-low opportunities. And in the case of Miles Gaskin, maybe a sell-high chance. Today we're going to talk about the pass catchers, wide receivers, and some tight ends. Uh, We've got a bunch of wide receivers, Matt, so let's jump right into it. The Chicago Bears depth chart uh, basically looks like it did before the NFL draft. Uh, It's Allen Robinson. It's Darnell Mooney. They still have Anthony Miller, although he was um, rumored to be traded. That hasn't happened yet. I think this is probably good news for Darnell Mooney and of course uh, obviously have to mention here that they also drafted uh, their quarterback of the future and and maybe the very near future in Justin Fields. So not only do they not replace Mooney, but they they upgrade at quarterback. Feels like feels like good news for Darnell Mooney.
1: It is. Um I got to be Uh-oh. honest though. Yeah. You're not you know, like- you're not sold, huh? I'm going to be a lot more forg- forgiving to running backs that we talked about yesterday than receivers. You know, I mean, it's just, there's so many of them, you know, a guy like Mooney to me is probably always going to be a better NFL player than fantasy player. I've never been enamored with him. I think he's a nice find in what the fifth round or so, but now that he has a little steam, I think I would move on from him. I don't think he'll ever be a high volume guy. I expect Cole Komet to catch more passes. I think the the running backs there are going to catch a lot of balls. So he's not really for me. And, again, I'm just going to hold the receivers are a higher standard because there's such a supply.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Looking at some of the wide receivers being drafted uh, in his same range, again, he's wide receiver 57 in Dynasty League Football ADP. That is one quarterback ADP. Uh, Denzel Mims, wide receiver 55. Gabriel Davis, I think a player – uh, kind of similar not necessarily in playing style uh, but in in value to Darnell Mooney he's one spot ahead of Mooney uh, and then behind Darnell Mooney Mike Williams Paris Campbell DeVonte Parker those veterans all behind Darnell Mooney does does that feel right or
1: no it doesn't feel right at all
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah Mike Mike Williams From the Chargers? one spot Chargers Mike Williams that one. not not Tampa Bay Mike not Detroit, Mike. No, I, yeah, I, I want him way over all those
1: guys. I want Devontae Parker a lot more than I want Darnell Mooney. Um, I'll take Mims, you know, certainly over the first couple you mentioned. Uh, I mean, I, I can start Mike Williams on, you know, Sunday morning. I can't start Darnell Mooney.
0: <laughs> Let, let's go back. You mentioned Cole Komet. Um, and I, I think for most people, these two players have got a similar value right now. Darnell Mooney. And Cole Komet. Um, So if if I'm asking you to pick, it it sounds like it's a pretty easy choice for you. Is that Komet, fair? Yeah. Uh, I
1: I don't know why Jimmy Graham's still there, but I can't. Oh much man! Longer. No
0: kidding. <laughs> no, I don't know either.
1: They cut Charles Leno, but not Jimmy Graham. You know, like well, that makes no sense to me. But definitely Komet.
0: Uh So overall, Darnell Mooney is 117 um, in our ADP and Cole Komet is 121. So, yes, their value is uh, closely aligned. I agree with you that I would rather have Cole Komet there as well. Um, a couple of bigger names. Let's let's talk about the Cleveland Browns. Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, both of those guys have lost value over the past year uh, despite the success the Browns had uh, this past season. Uh, but the Browns didn't really do anything at wide receiver they did bring back Rashad Higgins as the uh, presumed wide receiver three, but they didn't draft um, uh, didn't draft a rookie. weren't really active on free agency outside of Higgins. They did draft the
1: Auburn kid, the the speedster Auburn kid, third round. Oh, that's
0: right, that's right. I'm sorry, it doesn't Anthony change the shorts, for yes. me though. To
1: be honest with you, yeah,
0: that, that that's a good addition, and and uh, thanks for reminding me about him. I don't i'm with you i don't necessarily think he impacts Beckham no. or landry too much that might that might be bad news for for higgins uh, but Beckham is the wide receiver 38 Jarvis landry the wide receiver 51 uh I, I like the value both of those guys are offering at that point what do you think
1: yeah i do too and i'm doing a a top 25 list at every position right now for pro football network and both these guys are in my top 25 real-life wide receivers right now. I mean, I still think they're both really good football players. And I like them both at this price because I think both should continue to have long careers. But one thing I just want to throw out there is the, the Browns are about to get into, for the first time ever, cap difficulties. You know, they got they mm-hmm. got to sign Ward and Baker, and they're up against it for next year already. My hunch is one or both of these guys will not be Cleveland Browns in 2022, for better or worse. They could land a better slot. Who knows?
0: Sure. I mean, and it always seems like we're hearing Beckham's name as um, as a player who could demand a trade or could be cut. So that that would not be surprising. Jarvis Landry is 28 years old. Odell Beckham also 28 years old, of course, former teammates uh, in college and now here with the Browns. You know, we, we throw out those numbers, wide receiver 38 again for Beckham, 51 for Landry. And at first it seems like those guys are, are being way undervalued at that price. But then you look at the names and it goes back to the conversation we've had in recent weeks, just the depth of the wide receiver position. Michael Gallup is one spot ahead at wide receiver 50. Uh, you even look behind or, or players being drafted after Landry, Hollywood Brown, Kadarius Toney, Robbie Anderson. Uh, and then we're getting into that the Mems mooney range that we mentioned mm-hmm. earlier. There's just a lot of wide receivers, and, and maybe that's a reason to wait on those guys. Let's hit one more before the break, okay. Matt. Brashad Perriman, another player certainly lower. He's wide receiver 82. The Lions did bring in uh, and, and draft Amon Ra St. Brown, but they didn't do that until the fourth round. So while, while I like investing in St. Brown with, with a later rookie pick, Brashad Perriman could be the Lions wide receiver one this year.
1: Yeah, at this price, I mean, we're talking about wide receiver 82. I mean, this is way down the depth. I think he's borderline startable week one. I mean, you could do a lot better at the receiver position, but he's 82. And contrary to popular belief, I don't think he stinks. You know, I mean, I understand that he was a draft bust for the Ravens, but he's done pretty well in his last couple stops. Uh, He may be their best receiver.
0: Yeah, and again, I'm I'm looking at the names here around Brashad Perriman. Sterling Shepard is wide receiver 81. Jamison Crowder is 75. T.Y. Hilton is 74. There's so many good wide receivers Mm -hmm. in this game right now. It it makes it tough to, to draft one in the first round or two. Matt, when we come back, we'll continue the wide receiver conversation. Locked on Dynasty fans, listen up. New Gen X, the number one selling free
1: testosterone booster at GNC, is offering you a complimentary free bottle to all football fans in America. I already t- took them up on it. And I don't know how you couldn't. So you get your, t- your complimentary bottle of Nugenix Total T. Text Draft, DRAFT to 231-231. Uh, this-, this unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testafen, which helps boost free testosterone and total testosterone levels to increase energy and lean muscle mass. Uh, plus, text now, and they'll include a bottle of Nugenix Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, With key key ingredients to help get you back in shape, absolutely free. So, again, text the word draft, all caps, to 231231. That's draft to 231231. Message and data rates may
0: apply. All right, Matt, let's continue the wide receiver conversation here. Miko Hardman, another player that the Chiefs did add some wide receiver help. Uh, I think it's mostly depth. That was de- uh, some day three help there. But Miko Hardman looks like he might hang on to that wide receiver two job. Obviously, Sammy Watkins is also gone. Hardman, uh, after being uh, kind of a hot target the past uh, year or two at each offseason, uh, he's he's lost some value. He, he is disappointed and dynasty players seem to be giving up on him. He's wide receiver 63 uh, in the same range as uh, kind of a mix of players. We've got some rookies, Diami Brown. We've got veterans like Marvin Jones, uh, each being drafted around him. Where do you stand with Mecole Hardman right now?
1: I don't have a strong take on this one. I, I'm sitting here thinking: Is this guy going to be John Ross? So you know, is he a year away from being John Ross and just washing out? I think he's better than that. I think his situation's pretty good for at least the next two years. Watkins being gone's encouraging to me. Um, Ty- Tyreek stubs his toe and misses a couple weeks. Hardman will skyrocket in value. I think this is about right, though. I mean, my hunch is if you tell me who wide receiver. 61, 62, 64, and 65 are,
0: I'd be like, yeah, that's about right. I think what you said there is interesting, and, and really it's spot on. You talked about Tyreek Hill getting injured, and giving Hardman an, an opportunity. I think it's pretty rare to have the the wide receiver handcuffed, but I think that's what we've got here. I don't hmm. think you can really use Hardman unless Tyreek Hill is out of the lineup for some reason, but he's got some value you know, as, as a, just in case as that backup player, similar to some of the, the backup running backs we'd like to have on our roster. So uh, I'm with you. I, I do think the, the range is just about right. Again, uh, Paris Campbell, Parker, Brian Edwards, Amari Rogers. Those are all players being drafted on either side of Nicole Hardman. So if you own Tyreek,
1: would you want Hardman or is that, boy, I got two roster spots tied up for this dude. You know,
0: mm, yeah, I, I would I would want Hardman, okay. and again, I've I, I was buying, unfortunately, I was buying uh, at the higher prices last off season. Yeah. So and now that now that he's cheaper, I'm I'm still hanging on, and, and uh, you know, probably probably just hoping at this point. But I do think that's that's actually I think the situation I would most likely want to roster Hardman is I've got Tyreek Hill and Case. Uh, he does get injured, or you know, maybe maybe something else goes on. Yeah, you right. never know. Unfortunately, uh, Hardman would be a, a good player to have.
1: Okay, I can uh, buy that
0: as a backup. Let's stick in the AFC West and talk about the Raiders. Uh, they spent a lot of draft capital on pass catchers last draft with Henry Ruggs and Brian Edwards as two of their first picks. Uh, they did sign John Brown this offseason. Uh, they lost their top wide receiver, who was Nelson Aguilar, lost him to free agency. We'll talk about him more in just a moment. I'm, I'm not feeling great about this, this Raiders pass-catching core. Luckily, they have Darren Waller to be their true top target, but between Brown's injuries and, and Ruggs and Edwards really not showing much as rookies, it's, it's hard to rely on any of these three. Yeah, I don't know that you can, but I think the Vegas
1: offense is underrated as a whole. I think Carr is an underrated player who's coming off a really good year, and no one seems to give him that credit. And I think Gruden, as an offensive mind, is very underrated. I mean, Gruden, the GM slash team builder, I think leaves a lot to be desired. But I think this offense will move the ball and score points. And I know they reshuffled the O-line, but I, I think it's good enough, so... If I owned all three of these on the cheap, I think one of them's going to make me happy. I, I, I'm more of a buy
0: on these guys, I think, than you are. Are you confident to say which one? Edwards would be my target. Edwards would be my target as well. Uh, Henry Ruggs is the wide receiver 49, just barely inside the top 100 overall. Brian Edwards, significantly cheaper. Wide receiver 65, mm. 145 overall. And John Brown, let me scroll and scroll and scroll some more because he is just about uh, free. He is wide receiver 97, 216 overall. Uh, Really like grabbing John Brown late in drafts. And if I'm pairing him with Brian Edwards, uh, getting both of those guys in double-digit rounds, I think that's, that's worth a shot for sure.
1: Yeah, I'd take Edwards over Hardman, who's in the same neighborhood.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, let's go to um, the New England Patriots and talk a little bit more about Nelson Aguilar. As I said, he was the top wide receiver for the Raiders last year, cashes in and gets a free agent deal from the Patriots. That's probably not a good thing. They have not done a good job good job in evaluating wide receivers or, or really finding them, honestly, outside of those small slot guys. And, and, and speaking of that, Jacoby Myers is kind of the other notable name there. Uh, there there was a lot of talk that the Patriots would use their first-round pick on a wide receiver. Maybe if Devonte Smith fell, they would target him. Uh, instead, it was the quarterback, Mac Jones, who fell, and they didn't really do much of anything at wide receiver. Are you taking a shot on Aguilar or Myers, or are you just staying away?
1: I have nothing to do with the, any of the Patriot receivers, wide receivers. I, I'm interested in the tight ends. I think it's going to be a tight end-centric passing game. I think... Aguilar is the best player of the group of a very bad group and an overpaid group, but I don't think he's getting <laughs> away from Davis white or Zaven Howard, you know, like number one, legit corners. I think will eat him up.
0: Yeah. Dynasty managers are not buying in either. Uh, Nelson Aguilar is still wide receiver. 70, um, 27 years old. Last year feels more like a fluke than uh, than maybe a sign of things to come. It almost feels like that Devontae Parker year a couple years ago that teased us into thinking that he was actually a, a valuable commodity. <laughs> Matt, uh, let me throw one more at you. Uh, the Tennessee Titans, they did draft Dez Fitzpatrick uh, in the fourth round, I believe. Some nice draft capital for him. Uh, and he will compete with Josh Reynolds for, uh, I, I guess, the wide receiver two role there. I, I think we're maybe sweeping Josh Reynolds you know, under the rug a little too quickly. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, when he was with the Rams, I often said, and probably on our podcast, I'm kind of excited to see what happens when he gets a chance to spread his wings somewhere else in destination number two. Now that he has, I'm not exactly doing cartwheels. I mean, I think that off, <laughs> Yeah, you know, I think that offense is gonna regress in a major way. Lost a coordinator. Tannehill's been a nice story, but he's not a, a an uplifter of those around him. I'm kind of down on the Titans, with the exception of AJ Brown, of course.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm mostly worried about the change in offensive coordinator with the Titans, and that would that would have me staying away from most of those players. I'll, I'll still uh, gladly roster AJ Brown, but. Outside of that, I'm, I'm mostly staying away there too, Matt. That will do it for our wide receiver conversation. When we come back, we'll talk tight ends.
1: Cool. Uh, Bet online is a good friend of the Locked On Network, and it's the fastest and easiest easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football's over, but there's still a lot of different football bets you can you can place right now. But NBA, NHL are in full swing. We got playoff stuffs in in hockey right now. Uh, bet online even covers TV shows, reality TVs, award shows, those type of things. Uh, Real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best place to bet you know, best place to place your bets. And it's free to sign up. And even better than that, you can receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code locked on. That's all one word, locked on, all in caps, it gives you 50% off. Betonline, your online sportsbook experts. I've also told you guys quite a bit to uh, about Bilt Bar, who's been really close with the Locked On Network now for a long time. Uh, my my 14 year old son just got into lifting weights, and he's eating us out of house and home. And as soon as Bilt Bar shows up at the door, he just crushes him. And he's always, you know, checking out his protein intake and you know counting his his calories and whatnot, and doing an amazing job. And uh, just to give you an idea, I mean, Bilt Bar's here's some of the different Bilt Bar. Um, consistencies here you know the peanut butter one has 19 grams of protein only 180 calories five grams of sugars five grams of net carbs that's very common for them to be right in that neighborhood Uh, cherry brocada is even better 17 grams of protein but only 130 calories four grams of sugar four grams of net carbs so the bars are low cal low sugar high protein high fiber great for anyone trying to maintain weight or lose weight while indulging in a delicious treat so here's what, you know, here's what's going on with the, the relaunch with the new flavors that have come out. Go to builtbar.com and use our promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D 1 5, all one word. That gets you 15% off your next order. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at builtbar.com.
0: Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Matt, there were a few veteran tight ends who I think we can call winners, but these guys are all being valued pretty low already when it comes to ADP or... Uh, the trade market and existing leagues. Let's start with the most valuable of this group. It's the Tennessee Titans, Anthony Ferkser. Uh, he played pretty well last year uh, playing alongside Johnny Smith. And then uh, of course, Johnny Smith is now gone. The Titans apparently didn't even try to re-sign him as he goes to the Patriots. And that pretty much leaves Ferkser in that starting role for Tennessee. We just said we were a little worried about the Tennessee offense in general He's tight end eighteen, uh, being drafted ahead of Tyler Higby and Adam Troutman and Zach Ertz. I, I like I like Fertz, I when he it. was. Yeah, I like Ferkser when he was tight end twenty five or thirty. But this is a little rich for me. I mean, I might take him over Ertz, who I think is
1: probably shot. But those other two names you mentioned, Troutman and Higby, I don't think is even close. I think this guy is a very mediocre talent. And closer to an NFL borderline starting tight end than a surefire or a useful fantasy tight end. And again, I'm kind of selling that offense overall. Uh, He's not for me.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you want to even go to some of the the true veterans, Gronk at age 32 is tight end 28. Uh, um, Jared Cook is tight end 26. Eric Ebron, even with the addition of Pat Fryermuth, is tight end 30. I'd take all of those guys ahead of Ferkser. I don't. I don't see yeah. him as as a, a fantasy starter even. No. Chris Herndon is the tight end twenty five. This is a player dynasty managers just keep hoping and hoping hits, and he keeps not hitting uh, for the Jets. They did sign a, a, a player I like, uh, Kenny Yaboa, who was an undrafted free agent. So they've got they've got him, but maybe this is Herndon's year. What do you think?
1: I've been burned on him over and over. Yeah. Um, uh, you, know, you said tight end, or, you know, dynasty owners can't quite give him up, and or he's in everyone's doghouse. I'm going to take another bite the apple, though. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I, I like that offensive staff. I'm not saying he's George Kittle, but you know, they feature tight ends well in that offensive scheme. He's got a lot of ability. He's super cheap at tw- tw- tight end 25. He's had some obstacles, obviously, and has not overcome them. But we know tight ends usually take a while until they really hit their stride. And he's not old.
0: No, he's not. Just uh, just 25 years old. He's being drafted uh, in, in the same range as some of the players I just mentioned. Some of yeah. the veterans, Cook and Gronk, uh, being drafted just ahead of O.J. Howard. Uh, I like O.J. Uh, Howard still, though. I'd probably still take OJ Howard. Oh, yeah. yeah, me too. Dawson Knox is tight end at 31. The Bills, uh, another team rumored to be interested in a tight end, uh, either through free agency or the draft, and it just didn't happen. He's 24 years old. Uh, he's the cheapest of these three down at tight end 31 uh, around Eric Ebron, around a couple of rookies, Hunter Long and Tommy Trimble. I'm, I'm picking him up off waivers, right? I'm, I'm, I'm taking him if he's that cheap.
1: He's definitely rosterable. The other young one that's only improving, not short on talent, no real competition for playing time, a major note to me. I mean, I, I have a weakness, you know, for keeping these kind of tight ends <laughs> on my roster, and I end up with too many of them, and then you can't trade him for anything. But he's a, he's a good shot in the dark.
0: And two other guys, I'll I'll just throw these out as we wrap up here today. Uh, Neither of these players even drafted in our ADP uh, over at DLF. Jack Doyle of the Colts, CJ Uzoma of the Bengals. Neither of those guys have an ADP because they were not drafted, Uh, but their team also did not add any real competition for them. Uh, Doyle's got a little competition there. I believe Mo Cox is still on that roster. Oh, yeah. yeah, actually, let me uh, let me correct myself. There, they did draft the Colts. Did draft Grantson, uh, Kyle Kyle Grantson, who's yeah. getting a little uh, Kylan Grantson, I believe, mm, yeah, yeah. who's getting uh, getting a little bit of uh, hype through this this uh, rookie mini camp. So, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe that's why Jack Dole going undrafted here. Cj C- Uzoma, uh, I think the Bengals might just forget about the tight end position and throw to those three wide receivers so uh there's a reason that those guys are falling down the ranks uh but but knox herndon still still willing to invest in those two players for sure i don't think ferxer has any trade value but if he does i'd be glad to take advantage of that one
1: i 100 percent agree and those last two names you mentioned shouldn't be drafted
0: yeah they're 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 done mm-hmm. unfortunately we're also done. That is it for today's show. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. You can follow Matt at Williamson NFL. And I'm Ryan, MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.